You're listening to Earshot from WXXI News. I'm Veronica Volk. This week, as winter approaches, people who are homeless are in need of housing. I just want to be able to have a key, go into my room, my apartment, shut my door, and just live a normal life. Plus, meet the man at the piano during the Dryden Theater's silent movie showings. You have to have a sense of drama above all. All that from your local news podcast, Earshot. Support for Earshot from WXXI News is provided by Rock Vox Recording and Production, presenting Legacy Cast, audio and video recordings of loved ones telling their stories for posterity. Produced in a full-service studio located in Bushnell's Basin. More at rocvox.com. So the weather is getting colder, obviously. And for those with houses and the means to heat them, it's just a regular part of the cycle of seasons. But for Rochester's homeless population, it can be incredibly stressful and dangerous. More emergency shelters are expected to open up in the area, providing temporary relief. But my colleague Noelle Evans found that it's not enough to solve the problem. She visited a local shelter and spoke with one man who says he just wants a place to call his own. She has this story. Sometimes being homeless will mess with you mentally. It'll make you feel like I'm never going to get no place. I'm never going to do it. Why am I even living that? 42-year-old Isaiah Simmons is staying at the House of Mercy Homeless Shelter near the Amtrak station in downtown Rochester. He says he's been homeless off and on for most of his life. Sometimes he stays with his wife and eight-year-old son. More often, he stays outside in all kinds of weather. Right now, I'm just trying to see if I can like get some help, get a place. It is difficult. I've been in the parks cutting myself up. Like Just being ha- here out in the streets will cause you to get more mental health problems with more stress. Some folks at the shelter where Simmons stays are part of a grassroots group called the Homeless Union. They're calling on Monroe County to find permanent housing solutions before winter and spoke directly to county legislators at a recent public forum. There's a terrible lack of affordable housing. Although what we need is not affordable housing because affordable housing is not affordable to our poor. That's Sister Grace Miller. She runs the House of Mercy Shelter and is working with the Homeless Union. The disadvantage of a shelter is that it's temporary. And so when we try to move them into apartments or better living situations, uh, the housing uh, situation outside is horrendous. No viable housing. That's the case for Isaiah Simmons and more than 800 other people in the county. Simmons receives Social Security income or disability due to a mental health condition. But he says the roughly $860 he gets a month won't cover rent. He's on the waiting list for Section 8 housing. If I can get subsidized housing, at least I have some money in my pocket and I can say, okay, now I could try to go for a driver's license, you know, try to get things for my apartment. But so far, nothing has opened up. The waiting lists are closed. So his best option for now is a shelter. And he says his health isn't getting better there. I can't even get medication. If I get my medication and I was to sit it down by just by being in the shelter, they got certain, not judging people, but they got people that will take your medications and steal them, use them just to get high off of them, you know? 
County Executive Adam Bello says that more emergency shelter options will be available during the cold season. But Miller says that's not a long-term solution. We would like our homeless treated with dignity and respect and give them adequate housing. If it means, you know, setting them up in hotels, find something, or uh, finding a building where the homeless can stay and feel safe, feel wanted. Right now is an especially insecure time. Rents are climbing across the country. Local energy costs are expected to spike. And the federal eviction moratorium was recently lifted. Connie Sanderson is with Partners Ending Homelessness. They work with funding from the Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development to manage and coordinate support for people who are homeless. Sanderson says getting enough low-income supportive housing to meet the need here will not be an overnight fix. It's been a long-standing issue, and it isn't. We, we aren't going to be able to build our way out of the affordable housing crisis in, the, in probably my lifetime. Simmons doesn't have that kind of time. He's holding on to a vision of the life he wants for himself, one of simplicity, stability, and family. I just want to be able to have a key, go into my room, my apartment, shut my door, call my son, ask him, can he come over, take him to the park, and just live a normal life. But for him and hundreds of others in the Rochester area, that remains out of reach. Noelle Evans is a reporter for WXXI News. Hi, this is Evan Dawson from WXXI, and if you're enjoying Earshot, then you'll want to subscribe to our other podcast, Connections with Evan Dawson. That's me. On the podcast, you can catch up on discussions about current events, arts, politics, and interesting people. Subscribe to Connections with Evan Dawson, where you subscribe to Earshot from WXXI News. I just learned that the Dryden Theater at the George Eastman Museum has this event called Silent Tuesdays, where they screen all kinds of old films, drama, comedy, action films, whatever. And while you're at this theater, as the gold velvet curtain rises to reveal a 35-millimeter film projection, the audience is also treated to a live piano accompaniment. The theater is one of the only places left that does this in the country. And it's one of those special things that makes Rochester so cool. A fact that is not lost on the pianist. I wish people would realize this is an extraordinary treasure. Rochester's a strange city to me. I think sometimes they don't really appreciate what they have here. This is Philip Carley. I am a silent film accompanist. Um, I was trained as a classical pianist. Carly has been working with the Dryden for their Silent Tuesdays since the late 80s. Playing with a silent film is a partnership. I partner with a lot of films, and I really think of it as a partnership, with the film always coming first. But Carly doesn't work with sheet music. There's a surprising amount of spontaneity to his work. For what I do, it is composition on the spot, improvisation. And if I'm lucky, I get a good theme that I start out with, and I can use it for thematic transformation. 
and I can work it through my score that I do for the film. And so every performance is a little bit different, for better or worse. It isn't often that I feel like I've clicked in right. But when you do, oh, it feels good. The world of silent film accompanists is incredibly small. There's only a handful of them. But Carly is truly a master of his craft. To be a silent film accompanist is a very special business because you are dealing with something that is fixed. A film won't change, but you have to partner it. And to be a good silent film accompanist, you have to be empathetic to the film's thrust, to its dramaturgy, to its imagery. It really helps if you've got a handle on history, because to come at this stuff from nowhere, you're going to get lost. You have to have a sense of drama above all. If you are noticed too much, you're not doing your job. People are there to watch a film, not hear you. If they want to hear you, you give a concert. We're a bridge between the image and the audience. It, it, it's, an, it's a really exalting feeling when you can get that right. Especially with a film that you really love. This story was produced in partnership with City's Life editor, Rebecca Rafferty, and WXXI News' photojournalist, Max Schulte. You can read more about Philip Carley and Silent Tuesdays at our website, wxxinews.org. And while you're there, check out Max's video of Carly in action. And that's it for Earshot. As always, send us an email at earshot at wxxi.org and tell us what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear more of. Tell your friends about the podcast and subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps people find us. Find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org. Music this week from Blue Dot Sessions, Poddington Bear, and Philip Carley himself. I'm Veronica Volk. Thanks for listening. This program is a production of member-supported WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.